Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Oh, hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. And I'm Cal Naughton Jr. Let's talk about kids on leashes. This is Dirt and Sprague. Fire Safety Week is right around the corner. And here are a few important tips you might want to listen to. Wrapping your kids in newspaper at bedtime sounds like a good idea. Keeps them warm. But guess what? That stuff's flammable. With Andy Dirt Johnson. Hey, we've all run around with an empty milk jug full of gasoline and lit it in an open field. But make sure there's a parent close by. And Brendan Sprague. What's better than a nap? A nap with a cigarette. I know. I do it. If you're going to sleep in bed, make it a hammock. So if it lights on fire, you fall down and wake up. Dirt and spray on 1080. Fire safety begins in your brain at home. The fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080. The fan. 99.5 HD2. The Odyssey app. Hope your Tuesday mornings are going great. It's great to be back. We had a three-day weekend. A little four-day work week. hey Can't complain. Uh, get your mailsack questions in, 503-864-6326, fan text line, new number, and uh, we'll answer them coming up here in about 13 minutes from now. we got a good-looking sack today. Boys, uh, we're talking some college football, and the powers that be in college football are worried. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. They're worried about uh, issues like player safety while expanding the college football playoff and potentially making teams play 17 games. We're worried about player safety. We're worried about the length of games, Brandon. Mm -hmm. Games are taking too long. Now, if I just pose that to the general fan out there, say, hey, you know, college football games go way too long, agree or disagree. I would say 99% of people would agree with that. They take way too long. Okay, what's the most reasonable way to curb the time of games in college football? It's a pretty simple answer. Cut down on commercial times. Did you also know that college football halftimes are 20 minutes and NFL halftimes are 12? Uh, they have an eight-minute longer halftime. Yeah, I mean, well, they have the band perform. You don't really have that in most NFL halftimes. There's, like, nothing happening. <laughs> I didn't even realize that until I was reading this. I had no clue. Uh, yeah. Why is it eight minutes longer? What are we doing? I thought NFL halftime was 15. I thought it was 15. Okay, well, I read on Twitter last night that it was 12. So it's Twitter. Maybe it's not right. But anyway, it's longer than the NFL. It's 15 for the NFL, 20 uh well two things one yes you traditionally used there was some pop and circumstances the band would get down there also before long before they allowed the sale of alcohol in stadium they wanted to allow fans to go out and tailgate and then come back which is no longer allowed that's no longer relevant now that they're selling even oregon state's not doing it anymore well i know plus they want the revenue of Mm -hmm. selling booze in the stadium yep 
$12 beer day. $12 beers, right? Go buy your beers, go stand in line. I, I mean, the, the easy answer is cutting down on TV time, but they're they're thinking, well, no, here's how we're going to shorten games. We're going to make the clock run on first downs, except in the final two minutes of the game. We're that's gonna make, the same as the NFL. We're going to so, make the clock run on incompletions once the ball is spotted. We're yeah, just going to have a running clock. No, we don't need to do that. Throughout the course of the game? If they just let it run during for the way the NFL does it, I, I think that will speed things up immensely. But the NFL has three, four-hour games, too. And, like, the NFL games are two hours. And their problem, they're, again, is well, television commercials. They're around 315. What's well, college? 320, 330? Oh, it's closer to four. Uh, are you sure about that? Yeah. The average running time of the NFL is three, and the average running time of the NFL of college is almost four? It's getting up towards four, It's yeah. almost an hour difference? Uh, the NFL, it's, it's about 315. See, to me, it's it's a pretty simple. It doesn't need to be all these different ideas. It's pretty simple. Uh, don't do the running clock when you throw an incompletion. Get rid of your third idea and get rid of the part where it says under two minutes in the first half of the game and run the clock. <laughs> uh, according to an article in 2022, by the way, halftime is 12 minutes in the NFL. I just pulled it up a couple huh. of Maybe places. with commercials, it's almost 15. I don't know. Well, no, I, I think, yeah, you, you fit all that in, but that's according to a bunch of different things. Okay. It's, it's a 12 minute. So what's the runtime you found? Three hours and 12 minutes for an NFL game. Okay. And this was an article, it came out a year ago. Okay. So now I'm going to see what the average time of an NFL or a college football game is. Because that's a, I mean, that's just a noticeable thing to me. It's like every first down clock is stopped. And I'm just like, this one from a year ago and seconds and seconds. says three hours and 22 minutes yeah, is the so average time of a college game. So it's a 10 minute difference. And your halftime's longer. If, so. <laughs> if your goal is to get to the NFL, I mean, yeah, just do what the NFL does with their clock. Well, here, here's the thing I'll say. I, I I don't like, in college football especially, like it's one thing in the NFL where you have guys that are efficient in what they're doing, that are professionals, that have off-seasons and practices and have been together for five, six, seven years. Like running a two-minute drill or trying to come back late in the game I think is a lot easier uh, in the NFL just because you're operating at a higher level. I don't mind the clock stopping after a first down. Like this, this I think I don't I don't know for realizing the impact that it would have on comebacks. Like, see, like look at college football. Look, hell, use the Civil War as an example. How many times did you get a first down? The clock stops. You're you're losing if that's not the rule. You're losing a lot of time after every single one of those first downs until you get to the final two minutes of a game. And so I, mm. I to me as a fan, there's something there of like if your team is down by 17 points to start the fourth quarter or 14 points with six minutes to go. Your chances of coming back in that game are diminished greatly if you're not stopping the clock after first downs. Do you feel like, because of what we talked about with the NBA and basketball with their All-Star weekend, do you feel like too many times we're talking about fixing the game? Well, this is just dumb because the whole the whole angle is player safety, but they're adding like it's not about you don't care about player safety. No, I think it's about the length of the games. It's and some again, games take four hours, and that they do feel ridiculous. The, the way to fix game times is cutting down on commercials. Like we had a listener to text it in. The worst sequence in all of sports is the touchdown kickoff uh, commercial, commercial kickoff, kickoff commercial. It's the back, worst. Yeah. The worst sequence in all of sports. Easily. The worst ten minutes you could sit through. Yep. Because nothing meaningful happens. Usually kickoff returns aren't returned. And a, P -E -P a PAT in college football is nothing. Like, you just kill ten minutes with two commercials around gameplay when it wasn't necessary. Like, if you want to shorten the time of games, go to your TV providers and say, if you want to air our product, you have to cut down on your commercial inventory. Yeah, but to be realistic, and that's not going to happen. That's not realistic well, for Well, then don't, don't blow smoke up my ass 
telling me you care about the length of games because that's how you fix the time. It, it it always stands out to me. It's one thing when you're watching at home and you can flip during a commercial break, like, hey, I'm watching a duck game. All right, they went to commercial. Let's go check on the beef, see what's going on in their game. Or, hey, there's a big game on ABC. What's the score? And you can bounce around. To me, the the length of time and the stalling of commercials does not stand out until I'm back in a college football stadium and you're watching a game and you realize how long it is. And it kills the energy and the buzz inside stadiums because you're just, all right, there was a kickoff. All right, let's just sit around for five minutes and here we'll do a little thing with cheerleaders or we'll honor somebody on the 10-yard line and people are looking on their phones and, oh, okay, game's back on. And you play for 90 seconds and then here's another five-minute commercial break. Like, I just, it kills the atmosphere in stadium once, once, you're, once you're down there. By the way, did you know blowing smoke up your ass originates from smoking tobacco in your bum? People do that, huh? Well, not anymore, but yeah. Be kind of fun to try. In the 18th century. How do you blow it up there? I Somebody else got to blow it for you? I don't know. I I think they like, I don't think it was blown up there. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. I think it was How like. How do you inhale? Well, I got questions. I don't know. <laughs> be worried if you had pulled a little too hard. You could. I, I, I don't know how that works. Well, you said that. I'm like, why do we say yeah. blow smoke up my ass? Don't blow smoke up my so ass. So I Googled it. Uh, so I mean, which like, one of these it, four do we want to implement? Are we okay with any of them? Well, mine well, is the just, first... it's the clock. It, it Just do yeah. what the NFL does. Don't worry about the last two minutes. Don't worry about the end of the game. Just don't stop it on first downs. That little change is, what, a 10-minute gap on the average time of a game? Yeah, that'll save it. That'll save it right there. And some games in the NFL and college, they're both. They both have games and moments where they're too long, right? We look out our window, I'm like, damn, it's dark now? This game is almost four hours. What's going on? It is a bit long, but if you're not going to change the TV product, which they're not, they don't care about the in-person experience. It's a TV product now. They're not going to change that. So it just seems like they're, it's like fake fixing. Yeah. Those first two rules are just procedural things. No big deal. We won't notice those, but uh, no, I don't want to see them go the incomplete patent. No. I mean, you're essentially soccer at that point. It's just a running clock. Well, no, completely. You don't, you don't well, stop it'll time, stop though. momentarily. They'll reset retrieve the, the ball, and then once they get set for the next play, they wind it. Kind of like what they do when you go out of bounds. Now, how does that work in the fourth quarter? Like, is this or is it going to be? You're trying to make a comeback. You throw an incompletion. You spike the football. Does it then start on a respotting of the ball? No. If you spike the football, that is a specific thing where you throw it straight down after you snap it. That's a separate play from a regular incomplete pass. Okay. But I, my biggest fear out of this is simply the act of coming back in games. Well, but, I think that will be greatly diminished by running the clock after first downs and especially the incompletion rule. I got no issues running it after first downs. If you want to stop it in the last two minutes, okay, fine. I, like I would just thing. do it the fourth quarter, um, not the first half. And then, um, but I still, you should still reward teams for playing good football for three quarters. So if you've built a 17 point lead after three quarters, you should be able to take advantage of the clock and, and, Use it to your advantage. All right, what do we make? Four potential rule changes under consideration in college football, prohibiting consecutive timeouts, so no more icing the kickers. Uh, no one timed down at the end of the first quarter or third quarter, and that's just basically you get a penalty at the end of the quarter, you get an untimed down kind of thing. Uh, period can't end on a penalty. 
And then the clock running after first downs, except in the, in the final two minutes of the half or the game. And the clock running on incompletions once the ball is spotted. The first two make total sense. Totally get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to icing the kicker. It's fine. Nobody wants to go through that. Yeah. Untimed downs at the end of the first quarter, third quarter. Like, who cares? I, whatever. You don't need to do that. End of half, end of game. Yeah, you have to have an untimed down because it's the end of the period or the end of the half. But uh, first quarter, third quarter, totally fine. Rolled over into the next quarter. The, the, the other two, I think, are a little more controversial. And the one that I think we all agree on is uh, the clock running on an incompletion once the ball is spotted. I just, I don't, I don't quite understand that one. And so, uh, what do you think? 503-864-6326. That is the fan text line. Uh, coming up here in the final hour, a little bit later, I want to get into a, a, a big thing that happened this weekend that I think is a great sign of the direction that a sport is headed. So we'll get to that coming up in a little bit. But it is time for the mail sack. Get your questions in. 503-864-6326. The sack is pretty full today. We'll see what we got. We'll answer them next on The Fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, a lot of good thoughts coming in on the college football rule change stuff. So I'm going to read some of those coming up bottom of the hour. Got some quarterback chatter, I might say, for tomorrow. Around that time of year, you got to save stuff. You never know what's coming around the corner. $45 million a year for Daniel Jones, you, 15 tutties, five picks. You blew my mind with that. I did not see that over the weekend. <laughs> and I about fainted. I about <laughs> said, oh, I would quit my fandom if my team did that contract. I'd love to be the the general manager of the New York Giants just so I could laugh out loud at Daniel Jones asking for $45 million. Because I, I think, think I would actually laugh. laugh at I point. would legitimately laugh out loud. You ruin relationships. Go ahead. I don't did. care. Well, you know how many quarterbacks can throw 15 touchdowns in an NFL season? But then you'd be the team known that laughed at a player's <laughs> demands of a contract. Yes, because he's an idiot. Oh. I'm going to go to the boss after the show and say, pay me $1.5 million. You know what she would do? She would laugh at me, as she should. I just tried. She did laugh at me. <laughs> that did not happen. It didn't work. Uh, all right, let's sack it up. We'll get to some of those texts and thoughts coming in here uh, in a moment at the bottom of the hour. Watch the Ravens go for this once they trade Lamar. <laughs> 30, $37 million a year for Daniel we'll Jones. Daniel Jones. Here's Daniel Jones coming in. <laughs> but not Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's, he's, he's White Vic, right? He's white Vic. He? Vanilla Vic, isn't Van- that what we're calling him? That's his name. Uh, mail sack question to you. If you have to drop one grooming product forever, mm. what would it be? Grooming product. I don't really have a lot of grooming products. I don't grow facial hair. I don't have much body hair. Okay. Uh, how do you I, how do you manscape? I've shaved my head. Yeah. I wear deodorant and some lotion. 
that's kind of it for me. <sighs> Probably tweezers. I think I could get I could get by without tweezers. That's technically a grooming product. You use tweezers? I get a unibrow. I got to pluck it like once a month, basically. Oh, you pluck your uni, huh? Yes, I get it out of there. Okay, but I think I could survive without that. A razor, I couldn't survive without. Uh, one. If I had to use one, how do you how do you how do you shave down under? Uh, I, I use a razor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then you you do use a razor. Well. <laughs> But I have to get rid of one. I only have like three I things that, I use. That counts. Razor counts. I count. go lotion. Okay. Lotion. Wow. Controversial. Nah, I can't do lotion. You You're can't. right. Your skin, skin dries with, out. This time of year? Damn it. Right when I get out of the shower, I feel like I'm going to crack in half. Nice. I need lotion. Ridiculous question. <laughs> Razor, I guess. <laughs> uh, Millsack question. Why can't NBA players and the organization get fined for missing games, have tiers of fines, and possibly getting draft picks taken away? Uh, I'll let you take that one, Bob. Uh, well, they, they are supposed to get in trouble, but when teams list injuries as reasons they're missing games, uh, what's the league going to do? Yeah, how do you prove that an injury is not real and it's fake? No, you can't. Team says a guy's out with lower back tightness. You can't prove that he doesn't have lower back tightness. I mean, this is no different than when they started saying, hey, if you flop, we're going to find you. You notice who's not getting fined anymore? The players that are flopping. It's a very good point. I kind of forgot the NBA was even doing that. The league the league is just wishy-washy on what they want to do and what they say they'll do. And as quickly as they care about it, they don't care about it. Yeah, this gets back. I feel like we, we went through this a lot with the Pac-12, where a lot of the animosity was pointed at Larry Scott, and rightfully so, because Larry Scott was an idiot and he was a horrible commissioner. But you used to argue all the time, and I think it's time has proven 100% valid, like the, the main frustration should have been with the presidents of the universities because they were the ones that didn't care about football. They were the ones that weren't invested. They were the ones that didn't care that Larry Scott was a horrible commissioner. Kept extending him. They kept extending him. Like, hey, go ahead, pay $10 billion to stay in San Francisco. Like, I, I feel like that needs to be, and, and you've brought this up a number of times, but that needs to be the lens we view this in the NBA. Like, I, the NBA, I don't know if there's anything they can do because, again, how do you prove a player is hurt or not hurt? You can't. Like, the, the onus on this has to go back to organizations and players. Organizations caring about putting a good product on the floor and making their guys play because fans are paying a lot of money to go to their games and to the players to be like Anthony Edwards who said, hey, there might be somebody in the crowd that saved up their money for months to be able to go to one NBA game all season. This is the one NBA game they can go to, and I'm not going to play like – at some point, the onus has to shift from the NBA, how do you fix this, to, hey, teams, how about you give a crap about your fans? Hey, players, how about you care about being on the floor? I think that's where the only the only way this is going to get fixed. League, when they collective bargain with the players' union, they're going to have to ask or get off the pot. You know, somebody somebody had mentioned, uh, I saw it on Twitter this weekend, because uh, there's been some articles written about how bad the game was and you know, what are they going to do? And, and somebody responded, oh, what's Turner going to do? Air another episode of... You know, Franklin and Bash instead. <laughs> and, like, I saw that and I laughed, and I also was kind of like, I'll wait to see what the TV ratings say, but I bet you you could air a decent movie in that same slot and it wouldn't rate that much worse. Seinfeld's got to pick up a million, right? Uh, maybe, right? <laughs> but you play a movie, The Avengers or something, I bet you that can get almost a million and a half people to watch. I just, I, I want to see what the numbers are to see what it bears out. Esther, get off the pot. Cut the games down to 72 with mandated outside of extensive injury information from teams guys should be playing or move to the European soccer model. Play two games a week, three games a week, whatever that is, cut it down, expand your season, but cut the game down to 58. I I think those are your two best options you have right now. Otherwise, this league is going to continue to be what it is. There's people who love the league. I love the league. 
but I totally understand the frustration part of going to games and big-dime players not playing because it's on the end of a back-to-back. Yep. Uh, Millsack question, if you have one, what is your go-to fall-asleep TV show? For example, if I put on Law & Order at night, I'll watch it and I'll fall right asleep. The Office. The Office is your go-to? Yeah, I, I had it at the hotel. Wife fell asleep. Kids were tired. I just had The Office on. I ended up falling asleep. I used to be able to sleep with the TV on. I can't anymore. Well, I'm not falling asleep with the TV on. I thought just that meant like dozing off what slowly. puts you to the mood where you're going to finally turn the TV off and go to sleep. I've, I'll probably watch mostly at night like Seinfeld. It's on Netflix, and you can just you can roll through episodes pretty quick until you get tired enough to fall asleep. I I, I don't like a lot of like horror movies and stuff, so I'm more of like uh, I want to laugh or... Yeah. Feel nice when I go to sleep. Oh, for me, it's either I mean, I'll put on the golf channel or sports center, quite frankly. <laughs> Go, yeah. The golf yeah. channel, put you to sleep. That's pretty, yeah, it's pretty spot on. <laughs> Them yelling about tampons. Should we talk about tampons today? I told you that was a thing. You didn't see it, and then I it became a bigger it. thing the day of. Oh, I thought Tiger handled it well. He's, what did he say? I didn't see what his comments just, on it. He, it's a joke he between two friends. He basically said, yes, we, we joke. We play practical jokes all the time. What are we doing it, here, It man? was, you know. Man, some people were was, actually, I heard media people yeah. mad about that. Dear I, God. That, what has happened to us? I know. We've lost. Well, one. It's a, it's a joke. Yeah, I mean. Between two friends. It's Okay. There needs to be. I know the the nothing. The problem is, is there's no privacy for those. There's there's no. I mean, we had to zoom in on that photo. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, nobody knew what was happening. He, he covered his hand with it. He handed it to JT. I and... love it. Like as a as a woman to be to say it's a, you know you're angry or outraged by it. Like make a joke about men. Also, <laughs> make a joke about him cheating on his wife and getting a seven iron slammed through his back window. Yeah. Like if you're a female and you want to be outraged at Tiger Woods, shouldn't it be for infidelity and being a pretty bad person? Isn't that what should outrage you over a practical joke? I only have so much outrage to give energy-wise that I just choose to not care about some things the way some people do. So I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I just, there's nothing that, that can be private anymore, and that's, that's I mean, what's the bad. joke thing for guys that golf on amateur level like us on regular yeah. public courses? You don't hit past the women's tees. There's like an old... You got to yeah. take it out. Uh, there's an old joke Drop about it. Like, nobody does that. It's no. a stupid thing. But, but everybody yells it in the group. It's a jokey way to say, take dude, what a bad up. tee shot. Because <laughs> yeah. the ladies' tees are usually like 40 yards, 30 yards up. It's like, boy, that tee shot was awful. That's just what you're saying. There's no other meaning to it. Nobody's digging down deep and thinking, I wonder what the real meaning of that comment was. It was a bad tee shot. That's all it was. (laughs) That's all it was, man. There's no deeper meaning. That's all it was. Uh, Mail sack question. I've never played golf before. My workplace is taking us all to Top Golf today. How do I not embarrass myself, please? You will embarrass yourself. <laughs> you will embarrass yourself. I'm sorry to say that to you. Laugh at yourself is how you don't embarrass yourself. Yeah. Have fun with it. Just, everybody's going to suck. Everybody's going to suck. You'll have maybe one or two golfers in your group. They're going to stripe them to the net and they're going to feel good because if I could do it, I would. Uh, but you're probably going to suck. And you know what? That's okay. Top Golf is the place to suck at golf. We all the, suck. The question is, after you go up there and play, the, are you, was it just, okay, that was whatever, or do you find yourself, man, that looks like fun, I would like to be good at it, and you get the bug. That's, I okay. think, where Top Golf comes in. It's like, all right, then go talk to somebody about how to actually stand there and make a proper swing thing i find difficult about places like that because i enjoy them what i find difficult personally is i don't really have a lot of interest in hitting into the red square versus the blue square i just want to hit to the net one you also want to hit your own clubs well but i'm not there to 
win a skills contest. I'm not getting a trophy. I'm not getting paid. I just want to mash the ball yeah. because I, I, it doesn't impact my scoring, <laughs> and it's fun to do. I, right. You know me. I'm not a great golfer. But I even have a group of friends that if I go to Top Golf, they're amazed that I can do what I do. And I'm like, it makes me feel great. Like the celebrity. I hate to admit that. <laughs> I feel like the celebrity big shot in the group. I finally am part of a foursome where I'm the best player. Usually I'm the one going, God, I wish I could do that. But I go with these guys to Top Golf. They don't even really know how to swing a golf club. Yeah. And I'm out there with a three wood, striping it damn near to the net. And they're like, man, Sprague is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I am. That's a great way for early early golfers to build their confidence. Go find people you're better than and play yeah. with them. It's a great way to build your confidence. Man. I shot an 80 this weekend with 38 putts. <laughs> 38 putts. That's and a snowman. Disgusting. An 80 with 38 putts and a snowman. That's a lot of putts. It's a lot of putts. 38 putts. That's a lot of putts, putts for me. I didn't have a single one putt. I, yeah, I, I had that. 38 putts and 42 non-putts Oof. and shot an 80. A snowman with an 80 is pretty impressive. I mean, I felt great about the way I played, other than the putting. <laughs> and the snowman. Got to get some work out. Uh, I guarantee you both, mail sack question, uh, both Oregon and Oregon State win 10 games this fall, right now. Mm-hmm. Do you take it, or do you roll the dice, not knowing who you, basically who you beat, who you lose to, but I guarantee you 10 wins. Do you take it right now? First of all, let's address something very quickly, Swag. He read the golf question really to tell us he shot an 80 with a snowman in <laughs> yep. 38. Absolutely. Right? I mean, it's kind of a humble brag, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think you were just My ball striking to... yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Can't shut up. About we had 15 it. greens in regulation. Hey, th- this is ridiculous on every measure. Your answer is going to be different, I'd imagine, because you're cocky <laughs> sniffing duck fan. I am an Oregon State fan. Well, we win 10 games every year. Whether we try or not, even if we lose to our rivals, we win 10 games every year. So, I think you want nine. Yeah, in the but once you season. get to ten, you yeah. pretty much stop playing. So that's yeah, well, that's the to, problem. You had to play a bowl game to get to ten this year. How'd your second ten win season feel in program history? <laughs> Felt amazing. Felt Is it cool? Fantastic. Hey, no comment. You can make two for one hundred and forty-five. It's a pretty good number. We can't all that. buy our way to ten yeah. wins every year. You know, okay. we got to raise the, the loaf. Same well, you guys are going to get that. Championships. You guys are going to get there this year because you're playing nobody in non-conference. Hey, we're pulling a duck. You got Baylor School for the Blind, Baylor School for the Blind, and Baylor School for the Blind. Be nice. Wish we could play all our big games at home. Man, must be nice. When was the last time Oregon played a big? game at home all of them last year oh yeah the georgia game was at home ucla the ohio state game was at home ucla well, that was yeah. two years ago the oregon state game was at home oregon state wasn't a big hey, game you guys had a tough wow. road game how'd you do <laughs> where was utah played what about ucla what about the huskies <clears throat> oh that's right if you take 10 wins by the way you don't question. take 10 wins you don't take 10 wins. you take 10 wins you don't every take time no. are you kidding me they you win 10, 10 games in again next year i'll be ecstatic you don't want 11 I assume they win ten and they're going to go win eleven. If we if we win ten, that means we can win eleven. So is is no, the, this is it. The premise no, is they you win. can only win ten games. That's the premise. So nine regular season. You can't season. say well we could win twelve. You, your win total is ten. So it's nine regular season a bowl game. for No, 10? That, there's no guarantee how you get there. Just it's ten. No matter wins, what, ten. No is matter the what, end. ten yeah. wins is your top. You, you take that all day. You can't get any better than that. Yeah, you take that. <laughs> this like, do I want the team in the playoff? Do I want big thing? Absolutely. Being realistic, 10 wins at Oregon State back-to-back years? Yes. That probably does not win the conference. Probably not. No, I would that's agree. A, that's a, 13 games to win the conference. And it would it might mean you don't win your bowl game, too. That's a fascinating question. What's the win total that takes to win the conference because of how stacked the conference is going to be this year? I don't year? see anybody getting to the Pac-12 championship game worse than 10-2. and two. You don't think we could have a 9-3 and three situation? No, I don't. 
Because oh, of the non-conference be, schedules. I don't yeah. see it. Oregon State plays nobody. Oregon's toughest game is Texas Tech, which if they lose, they have a bigger but, fish to fry. But you know the conf- – I, well, I'd have to go look at the schedules, but it would Washington's just- got Michigan State. Like, USC's Notre Dame. Like, But I, even non-conference taken away, Dirt, we have talked about how deep the conference is. So it's like if Oregon – I'm just spitballing here because I don't, I don't know Oregon's by heart or Oregon State's. But, like, if Oregon has Utah one week and Oregon State gets – uh, USC or something, whatever it is. Like I could see a nine and three situation from one team, and they get in on a tiebreaker scenario because of the, how, how deep the conference is. Uh, Mel sack question: Over under two and a half Timbers games watched by Dirt and or Sprague this year? Over. I'll probably watch more than that. Over. I'm I'm uh, signing up for the Apple thing. I'm I'm uh, getting a media cred, uh, media sign in thing. You're gonna you're gonna watch Apple TV soccer, huh? I, they got a red zone thing for it, and okay, yeah, I, I kind of want to keep an eye on it. Now that I just remembered it's on Apple TV, probably under. <laughs> well, the playoffs Apple, won't be, though, right? I don't know how the playoffs work. I would hope to. Well, there's be, network games, right? Oh, I'm sure there'll be four or five Timbers games. Both of the Sounders games and probably a couple others will be on. They still have ESPN and Fox, I think, that will have some network Okay. Games. You don't watch Apple TV. You said that as if you don't ever open. I Apple do TV. watch Apple TV, but it's an extra. Per- like if we get it for free, then maybe there's a media thing for it. I okay. Think, yeah. Well, if we figure that out, then yeah. I'll do it. But I'm not paying. I'm not paying. For I love it. A- I think Apple TV's got really good content. I do too. I, I thought their underrated. baseball games were great on Friday nights last year. Well, not to them. Do you see what they did? Well, they got rid of Katie Nolan. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I think who they, was horrible. They eliminated their booth. Yeah, because she didn't know anything about baseball. Well, to be. F- yeah, she didn't know anything about baseball. To be fair to her, she was quoted saying they basically came to her saying, "We know you're not the biggest baseball fan, and we want you to run with that." That's a bad idea. They wanted that booth. They wanted that booth to be the way it was. Uh, last one here, mail sack question: Start, bench, or trade beer, liquor, and wine? Oh, I trade wine. I bench beer, and I start liquor. I would start wine, bench beer, trade liquor. But I trade them all just to have weed. <laughs> all right? It's two firsts and a star for the superstar. Swag, start, bench, trade. Uh, I'm starting liquor. I'm benching wine. I'm trading beer. Okay. We're all over the map on that one. There I, you go. I love that we've stumbled into trade, bench, or nice. start, tra- start, bench, trade now. I posted the one last week. Somebody's like, this needs to be a weekly thing on the show. Yeah, we'll have to monkey around with this. Maybe just throw that out there this week. Of yeah, we got the big do. meat. Hey, here we go. Sell this. The big oh, yeah. brand. At the, the big, big brand branding thing. thing. No, we need to sell take quakes first, then start bench trade. Okay? Okay. Order of elimination. Is it take quakes or it's quake take, takes? It's take quakes. I think yeah. I like quake takes. If old earthquake Ethels was still in business, you'd have something. But. Why don't you guys go play somebody in non-conference, all right? Hey, uh, coming up next, let's read some of your thoughts on college football. We're talking about uh, rule changes that they might be implementing. Uh, that's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back in, 838. Mail sack was fun as always. God, I can't wait for next year's college football season. Sometimes people will go, hey, man, I heard you and Dirt talking about your, your teams. Uh, do you guys, like, talk after that segment? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, it sounds like you guys are, like, fighting. And I go, well, <laughs> you know. Dirt's kind of more yelling at Beaver fan that he deals with, and I'm d- yelling at Duck fan that I see. Not really like actual Dirt himself. Oh, all those conversations are done with a wry smile and chuckle. It's always us. fun, man. It's always that's the beauty, beautiful part about our show. Every yeah. every fan base, well, not every, but in state fan bases are represented, right? You got your champion in the ring, and it's fun. We love we love yelling at each other. I um, wanted to read a couple thoughts. We we're talking about college football. They're they're contemplating rule changes, and a lot of good ones came in at the fan text line. Want to rattle through some of these? Uh, somebody said you guys nailed it. It's twenty to thirty minutes of commercials they uh, won't do it though too much money they don't care about the fans at the stadium yeah that is the toughest part right now uh somebody texted in with college football the clock stops more which gives teams more time more time equals more opportunities to score more scoring equals longer games yeah i don't, I don't think does you're wrong college there. football need more scoring i, I feel like so. I, there's plenty there's almost too much scoring georgia scored 65 in a title game and <laughs> no they don't need no. more scoring yeah good teams only give up 49 to them <laughs> But let me ask you this. I'd so, like to see more emphasis put on each individual possession. Okay. I mean, that's what you got to look at. Uh, how many how many possessions on average go in an NFL game versus a college game? I'd be fascinated to actually look at that story. Like, I, But here's my thing, though. Like, Part of me, I like that there's a, a, a pretty drastic difference between the two models. I know to a certain extent you're seeing more influences of college NFLs to the NFL, uh, college offenses to the NFL. But I, I like that you get Texas Tech and, and Oklahoma playing to a 63-59 game. Like you're never going to see that in the NFL. We got it one time on that Monday night game that yeah. was Kansas City LA years ago. And what did we all say when it Greatest happened? Greatest game ever. Greatest game yeah. I've ever seen. Yep. Right? And then you get a 17-14 slugfest and it's like some people will complain. Now I'm I'm I like both. I like the fact that the NFL is a little more defensive minded. I like the college football's high scoring. Give me 50 to 45. It's entertaining as hell. Uh, yeah, and not that this changes much for the length of the game, but I'm I'm more interested in them figuring out: Do we need to keep ejecting players for targeting? And then also this, like you target in the first. So what I would tell a team: This is stupid, but I would honestly tell a team this if I was a coach. I am a coach, by the way. We won our game by 20 points with only five players this weekend. Shout out. Um, what I would tell my football team, though, in all seriousness, I go, if you're going to target, target in the first half. Because if you target in the second half, you get suspended for the next game's first half. It's just a weird, odd so rule. I, I don't even think they should be ejected, personally. I think it should be a 15-yard Some penalty. Some should be ejected. Like if you, but you go to the review and you say, was there malicious intent there? Sure. It, it, but I'm looking for, like, super egregious stuff to eject. Eject is it's an extreme measure in a violent sport. Like, oh, you were extra violent. Yeah, it's a violent sport. I, I, I'd be more comfortable with 15-yard penalties, and you have to sit out for the rest of the drive. 
you can't just do that and then okay now he they gave up a touchdown he watched his team get you know give up a score because he got himself off the field I think you can teach kids how to properly play the game that way and I care more about those kinds of rules the TV thing is ridiculous to me cut the first down clock stoppage and you'll be close to what the NFL is and if that's your goal you've accomplished that because outside of that, you ain't doing anything else. You're not cutting your commercials down because then advertisers and TV partners are going to want to spend less. You're not doing that. You've given up on the in-game experience. You care more about the at-home game experience. And for that, there's nothing to say to it other than it is what it is. Yeah. But if you want to speed up to the NFL's game time, which is 10 minutes quicker, I mean, cut the first down clock stoppage crap. That's dumb anyway. Hmm. Uh, one of our P1s said, can we add a mercy rule to college football? Up by 50 in the second half. Can we just go running clock? And I, didn't didn't I read they're adding that to college baseball? Uh, I Did I read know. that correctly? I don't know. I thought they were adding a mercy rule to a sport, and it was kind of mm. conscious. People were like, what? We're doing that? Mercy really? rules in college and above should never exist. Here, no. Here's the other thing, too. I don't know if it's speed up the game. But on the scoring note that you mentioned, Swigard, I wonder, and I'm curious your guys' thoughts, what if they switched to the NFL wide receiver rule? Two feet, not one. I think that would change some drives. And you're already preparing most of these kids for yeah. the National Football League. Like, the NFL takes a lot of stuff from college in different ways. Well, Go to two feet well, down one instead of, the thing, of one. I saw one of the – the other issue is is you have um, – and I forget who I saw mention this. You also have the Division two and three schools also vote – so football collectively at all divisions. And they don't separate, separate out the FBS from the rest of it. So I'd say for D3 and D2, as okay, if you only get one foot in. At the FBS level, yeah, those, those athletes are different. I would have that looking as much like – NFL That's as a good possible. point, yeah. How much of this is going to trickle down? Are you going to have the same rules at every level kind of thing? Uh, there is, but I, yeah, I think they're implementing it this year. After seven innings. Uh, what is it, eight runs? If a runs? team is up by at least ten runs, and according to NCAA playing rules, the the, the contest the shall be over? stopped. Yeah. Ten. So if somebody's up ten in what, the After eighth the inning? seventh inning. Seventh inning? After the seventh inning. Call, call the game. You know, that's interesting. I don't know what inning it was, but Mississippi State was up ten to one in a game they played this weekend, and they lost. Well, that wouldn't count. It's only a nine-run lead, so it technically would not well, count. But, I mean, you're one run away. The other team got to, like, 13. That <laughs> yeah. Still would have. College baseball's goofy. It is goofy. That is kind of a funky rule. I, yeah, I remember reading that. I, I think it's a non-conference thing. We'll see if every – I think every conference has the ability to, to change what they want to do. Uh, I don't watch a ton of college baseball. How'd your Ducks but... do this weekend? Do you know? I don't know. I'm just asking. They're undefeated, joking. bitch. Are they? Yeah, you're they damn right they are. They Xavier. Suck on that. Why don't you stick that in your pipe and smoke it? How many Pilots losses do you guys have already, huh? We have one loss. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Oregon State went Land of the down undefeated. one in the rankings. Oregon uh, Oregon went up two in the rankings. Oh. Get you zero of these. You know what those zero are? Losses. <laughs> the Musketeers. <laughs> Perennial baseball power. Rice could be coming to the Pac-12. For baseball? You never know. Could uh, happen. Okay. Good baseball program. We're a baseball conference now, basically. Right. This is how we do things, okay? Uh, Oregon's a powerhouse. Oregon State's a powerhouse. to go to Houston. Arizona's good. <laughs> I mean, come on. Heard nothing but bad things about Houston, Texas. <laughs> I have to. I never want to go down there. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, a really good, intriguing sign for one sport. And uh, we'll answer the poll question. We'll close it up there next on the fam. All right, we'll get to the poll question here in a moment. What did you watch most of this weekend? 
I did want to briefly mention, we talked about it earlier because I uh, played a clip of Max Homa, who was emotional after losing this past weekend. He was. He broke down at the, uh, he did a post-round interview, and then he went to the podium inside, and then he broke down on that one. It was, uh, it, and John Rahm was very emotional after winning that tournament. I just, look, you know I'm a golf guy, so maybe I'm in my own bubble here. I, I think the last three weeks, or two weeks, I guess, mm. could not have gone any better for the PGA Tour. There's this whole, like, Liv is playing their first event this week, for people who don't know. Their first event's going on starting uh, Friday, right? Because they only do three-day events, Friday, I think. Yeah. Are they in holes. Boston? Uh, no, they're down in Mexico, I believe. Oh, okay. Down oh, in Mexico. Right. Yeah, they're in Mexico. But you look at the last, the ratings were through the roof for the waste management, over about 4 million people, and that's what? Maybe the seventh best event on your calendar year, right? Majors are always first Majors, players. The players. Maybe there's one or two others that you like. But, you know, somewhere between six and seven or eight for most people. You had the release of a Netflix show that has gotten pretty solid reviews, that's been welcomed and well-received. You had Tiger Woods return to the golf course. And then you had John Rahm and Max Homa duel it out yesterday and watching the guy get emotional at the end it just it was another reminder for me of why yeah. this will always be the premier tour and i i don't know i just I, I was watching that on sunday and it was a ton of fun back and forth both of them struggled brilliant golf course and it just i don't know if you could have drawn up a better two weeks for the pga tour i i will be curious to see what happens this week now because they they moved to florida yep they're playing the Honda Classic. I think three of the top ten and only eight of the top fifty or something are in the field. Not a great, yeah. Not a the great Arnold field. Palmer Invitational is another one of those elevated yeah. designated events that they're all all the top players are going to play in. So I'm curious to see what happens this weekend with it. There's not there's not any major sport big time. There's no All Star games. We're not quite to conference tournament champions for college basketball. So I'm curious to see what happens with it and what happens with these tournaments that are not the designated ones. Uh, and if we start to, you know, they become, you know, like your non-conference cupcake college football game that you bring in to get a W. See, you guys are noticing the Genesis Invitational, and I'm noticing the biggest thing of the weekend. Hmm. And that's the biggest sign ever that Dan Lanning is an Oregon lifer. He's fly fishing. <laughs> Find me a picture of Mario Cristobal fly fishing one time in four years, and then get back to me, Bob. That is very true. I saw that picture, and I thought, hey, he likes it here. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, if I'm you, that's, a, that's my takeaway. I'm not even a Duck fan, and I'm like, oh, he's like liking life here. He's living a good life here in Oregon. Yeah, doors are great. Somebody broke down. Rom has won five of his last nine starts. He's he, on fire. Yeah. You want to guess how much money he has made per swing in 2023? $27,000. Not quite that high. Okay. $8,000. Eight he's made almost... Ten million. I think it's nine point five or something like that. Just this year, seven hundred dollars. It's about seven thousand dollars. Seven thousand dollars. About seven thousand dollars per swing. Golf swing. Man, must be nice. And then they somebody broke it down like per round, per eighteen holes, per you know, per tournament kind of thing. Uh, Just absolutely nuts. Is he has he asserted himself for you guys? Because Barkley was on last Thursday, and he's like, I'm just betting John Rahm every time. He's the best player in golf, and I I wanted to push back, and then I'm like. Well, but he's he is on fire right now. I know Scheffler's right there almost every big tournament. Is is Rom reached that place for you guys where he's above the field or Yeah, he has. 
Right now, yeah. Right now, he the is. The tough part with world number one ranking stuff that becomes a debate is it's a rolling year average. It's like your handicap. Sure. So, so tournaments from a year ago are going to count against that. Yeah, they reworked it a little bit. Because starting to tweak it. But that's why Scotty Scheffler and Roy McIlroy, like Roy McIlroy won the Tour Championship, and Scotty won all those wins last year, like... But if you're just going in a small vacuum of the last couple of, you know, this 2023 calendar, yeah, John Rahm's playing better than everybody. Uh, we asked a poll question, what did you watch more of this weekend? Uh, that golf tournament, the All-Star Weekend, XFL or other. And uh, All-Star Weekend won at 36%. Genesis Invitational took second at 30%. 11% of you watched the XFL. Curious why. Why? All right, some people, hey, I, bag it if you want, but I will say some of their different rule changes and way the game is played. Some people found that entertaining. There's no doubt. 21% said other. We had a lot of college baseball, some Daytona 500. UFC included UFC, in that. European yeah. soccer. Somebody said uh, preseason MLS was going on. They wanted to check out the Apple TV production of it. Yep. It just it highlights this time of year our audience is all over the map. <laughs> yes, they are. We're covering yeah. every inch every, every inch of the globe of the sports globe. And that's the way it is in the offseason. You know what? I love that this time of year. It's our niche time. What kind of things do you like outside of football? We'll find out. Is this me time? This is me. Yes, this is right. <laughs> Can the Winterhawks win a game today? They're struggling right now. It's rough. Rough oh. going out there. In, uh, well, up there in Prince George yesterday. Uh, that'll do it for us, folks. Hey, great to be back. If you missed any of the show, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com, at Dirt and Sprague and at 1080thefan. Tomorrow, Daniel Jones wants $45 million hard to read that or say that with a straight face. Derek Carr visited the Jets. I want to get in a little bit of chatter. And uh, we're closer to the second half of the NBA season starting, so it'll be a fun show on a Wednesday. That will do it for us. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.